0: What time is it? Showtime. The brothers discuss sports and provide betting tips. The best kept secret in sports investing. Please welcome Bolt Brady and his bro. Oh yeah, it's Super Bowl week. We are ready to rock. You're listening to Bolt Brady and his bro. Coming at you live from Radio Row in Tampa. <laughs> Not quite, but we could be. Let's say it's up to Bolt, the El Macarena. We're back in action. Let's get ready to rock and roll.
1: We are. Well rested with the week off? There's a boatload of trades that took place. Football-wise? Well, trades are like people going to other teams. How about Big Dwayne off to the Steelers? Yeah, I Dwayne Haskins. Backpage news. <laughs> Dwayne, backpage. They said, buddy, we'll give you 875 dimes. No, <laughs> no incentives. Those
0: aren't the backpages like some of our friends use. <laughs> yeah whoa wink wink easy easy <laughs> no dwayne had like one other offer from carolina i think no did he have an offer or they were just it was saying- the it was that same thing like um they don't call it practice squad it's like developmental type uh contract it's something how they word it meatball squad <laughs> <laughs> it basically means the chips aren't guaranteed unless we see something i think
1: yeah, I read a little bit about Carolina. It actually, I was like, when I read that, because Matt Rule, I'm like, oh, this guy's turning this thing around. When I saw that, I was like, come on, Matt.
0: That he even reached out? Yeah. Yeah, interesting. Right, who yeah. knows? Uh, yeah, I mean, that other, that other guy, PJ, was it PJ Walker, came in when, when Bridge was out. That, that guy looks good coming out of the XFL. Right. So don't touch the Dwayner.
1: And then uh, Patricia gets let go from Detroit and heads back home with the tail between the legs.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean,
1: heads back to New England. I, his tree hasn't done well when they, when they branched out. Well, that's why they're afraid, like, you know, like with Eric Bieniemy and stuff, too. They're wondering, hey, is it, is it the head coach that's running the show here or what?
0: Yeah, Andy Reid, you know, Peterson, and um, he won a Super Bowl in Philly. I mean, his have done a touch better, but the the disciples of Big Bill from New England have not. I mean, <laughs> McDaniel doesn't can't really get that second sniff since he— He dogged the Colts. No one really wants to come back at him.
1: Oh, you think that's the reason?
0: It didn't sit well with people, but people are also like, I I don't know if if he's the real
1: deal. Huh. Well, and then the big news is, I mean, the Rams have been taking some action first. It kind of flew under the radar a little bit. Raheem Morris, which was the... Defensive coordinator for the Falcons, but then took over as the interim head coach. He used to coach head coach of Tampa, too. Okay, so he's heading to the Rams as their defensive coordinator. And then, holy cow, must they had a party down in LA shipping your boy out? Big Golf is adios. Mm-hmm. Wow, and here comes Stafford from Detroit. When I read that one, I'm like, dude. That's like when you used to trade baseball cards back in the day, and you're like, hey, you want to trade this for that? And you're like, there's no way this guy's going to say yeah, and he goes, yeah. And you're like, okay, all right, hey, I got to go home now. See you later. <laughs> like, I'm getting out of here before they, they want to trade this back.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, they, they gave up a lot. I, did you see, uh, I guess, um, Stafford told the Lions, like, hey, the one place you can't send me is New England. Right, I don't get that. And while Patricia's going back there... Oh, is that why? And so, I mean, they said his training camp was a little, little too much for NFL-type dudes. And that's the thing they say, like, are you trying to act like a Belichick and be this hard-ass and, and run that sort of camp and so doing your own thing? Right. So, I don't know.
1: But obviously, Patricia's not running the show back in New England. That's Big Billy.
0: No, but I guess maybe he's picturing, like, what it's like to be there full-time. Huh, Interesting. And then they just said, you know, I mean, the Lions gave up a boatload.
1: Well, yeah. So I guess uh, they don't have a. Or first, sorry, the Rams. The Rams don't have a first round draft choice for like seven years. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's unbelievable. They ditched not only Goff, but the contract. Remember how they're just overpaying him? He was getting like thirty three million a year.
0: Yeah, they said it's kind of like the the format the NBA uses to to get those big salary dumps. You have to give up like a couple first rounders, basically. Right. And so they kind of emulated that formula, they thought. And I guess Washington was was right there, but I don't think they gave up the second first rounder. Well,
1: so then uh, Stafford and McVeigh took it out in Cabo San Lucas. Oh, did they? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I think they were both down. I don't know if they were both. It was kind of of, uh, confusing. I don't know if they were both down there or they went together. But anyway. I think they might have been down there together with their wives. And, God, they must have both been doing jumping jacks at the table. <laughs> they must have been so stoked.
0: Yeah, McVeigh, you know, played the the right thing to say role for a few years there. Uh But you can tell this year. He's like, he is holding us
1: back. Oh, yeah, he yeah. is. So, I mean, they're contenders. And now, you know, the NFC West. How about you got Russ in Seattle, Kyler in Arizona, now Stafford, and it's time for the Niners to make a move.
0: I, they, I would think this is the offseason they probably do, too.
1: Well, they have to, or else they're going to get boat raced in their division.
0: <laughs> That's what, I mean, they, they mentioned a couple of those front runners for Deshaun, but, I mean, it might be someone who's a little more off the radar that sneaks in and does it. With Deshaun? Uh-huh. It'd be legit if the Niners got it. Right. I'm uh-huh. sure they're thinking of something. Yeah, they need it. They're like, this isn't cutting anymore we need the ball so let me just sweeten the pot a little
1: bit let's do it (laughs) right (laughs) yeah what um what stuck out to me yeah huh well the green bay game i mean it was probably you know one of the worst coaching moves i've ever seen terrible i mean literally literally fourth and eight down eight points with two minutes and 20 seconds left And instead of going for it, he decides to kick the field goal. I just don't get that. That was unbelievable. Not to mention, your quarterback is going to be the MVP of the team. So it's not like it's some sap. Yeah. And then here's the other thing about that let's just say, let's just say that they don't get it, okay? At least they're backed up, right? They're on their own eight yard line. And instead, you kick the field goal, there's two minutes left, and now you have one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. You don't think that guy's going to be able to run the clock out? You idiot. Yeah. So, you know, it's just disappointing because coaching just kills me. I mean, at the lower levels, like, you know, the high school and stuff, you're just lucky the guy volunteers. It kind of sucks because he doesn't know what he's doing. And then college, it gets a little bit better. You think in the pros, the guy knows what he's doing. I mean... Aaron and the team must have been so disappointed. It's like, as a coach, you're supposed to put your players in positions to succeed. Right, right. And that's the that's the number one goal. Hey, listen, you're fast. Let's get you the ball. I mean, it's not you know, it's not rocket science sometimes. But then, like, hey, you know what? You're fast, so we're going to start throwing you know the ball to the other guy. Hey, you've got a really good arm as a quarterback, but we're going to do the. Um, option you know I mean that's mm. just stupid plays that coaches do growing up but in the NFL when your coach makes a move like that I mean I can't even imagine how much whiskey big Aaron had that
0: <laughs> yeah he bit his tongue correctly there yes too. he did just let him throw it
1: oh uh, dude, I was checking him out on the sideline and I'm like and he looked dejected obviously but dude they're lucky he didn't come over and grab the clipboard and throw it on the ground in front of the coach <laughs> you know yeah and then and then that game like and then before that at halftime okay wow was that incredible that they gave up the touchdown
0: oh man right it
1: was 48 yards to big miller mm-hmm. and um and so the db king i'm like dude this guy needs the 409 which and then I backtracked. I looked at it a little bit. I go, well, hold on a minute. That guy's out on an island there. What kind of defense are we running?
0: Yeah, no, the, the wrong call, too.
1: Right. So that, that was big Mike Petteran. And um, that guy gets the 409, clean it up, spray it down. And apparently I wasn't the only one that decided that this guy needed a 409 because Green Bay goes, pack the bags, call your realtor, you're out of here. Mm-hmm. See you later, see you later.
0: Kind of like that um, Jets-Raiders game when the Raiders won to end the, that regular season game this year.
1: Well, yeah, but kind of... See, that was their only option that they could have, right? To go to go deep, but yes. Yeah, but it was one-on-one. and No runs. free safety, yeah, no safety help. I mean, it was incredible. And King actually even had, like, inside technique. So it's like, I don't know, it's just really... Really awkward call, but yeah, the, the Packers had enough of it too. They go, see you later, pack them.
0: Well, Big Miller, you know, like you've told me, he, he came from a sprinter's background too, so he can move.
1: Mm hmm. <laughs> yeah, they must have not thought he could. And he goes, see you later. So anyway, that was almost the ball game right there. And then you're still like, okay, here's Aaron. We still got Aaron. They come out at halftime, they get the ball, they start moving it up to like the 40 yard line, and then Aaron Jones goes, whoopsies uh, the helmet or something hit the ball yeah yeah fumbles it they take that to score and that's what we like to say is ball game sure is i mean they're down 18 and aaron still kind of you know was able to try to kind of get them back but you knew right then that this is gonna be tough
0: yeah one thing i'm ready for aaron to change is his warm weather fits well that's what i've always you mean like yeah the well, mock the mock turtle <laughs> And the solid black high top (laughs) kicks. You mean when it's cold? Just in general. Let me work work on those fits a touch there for you.
1: (laughs) Well, the problem is he's got no pipes. (laughs) So he's trying to hide those bad boys. He's got no yokes.
0: No, but it's just like the George Cloon straight collar under (laughs) under the jersey thing.
1: (laughs) Oh, I hear you. Yeah, Yeah. someone needs to pull him over and go, dude, let's work on the fits here a little bit. Right. Because, like Dion said, I mean, if you look good, you play good. Mm hmm. You know? But it sucks for him. He had an incredible year. I mean, he, he probably will be the MVP.
0: Did you, on a side note, did you see Dion? Um, he's down in that, he took that coaching job in Jackson or whatever. Right. Did you hear someone stole his, like, boombox? No. Yeah, I guess he had his truck down there because he's down there prepping the school and stuff. And uh, he put on his, like, Instagram or something. He's like, dude. You know, I'm trying to help out the community down here. And someone went and took my Beats, like my boombox, out of the, the back of the truck. He's like, come on, we're better than this. And I guess the next day someone someone returned it to where he's staying. And was like, my bad, didn't know it was yours. Keep doing good things for the for the city down here. That's
1: what I was going to say. They probably didn't know it was his. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That guy's unreal.
0: <laughs> so we'll see what he does down in Jackson. and then uh, And then we had the KC game. And not even close. That
1: one played out how we thought it would. Mm-hmm. I, I I was wrong to even say the Bills might have a little chance there. Well, you weren't the only one, though. There was plenty of people. And, you know, there was, there was handicapped, good handicappers, too. Well, I don't know about good, but there was handicappers, we'll say, that were like, hey, yeah, they've got a chance here to win. And I was just like, not against Patty at home, you know. And they even spotted them nine points. Mm-hmm. How about they come down? They get the three points, and then how about the guy muffs the punt on the three-yard line? Uh Uh-huh. Wow. Let's just spot him nine points, and Patty goes, this almost matters. Right. Lace them up, guys. Let's get ready to rock and roll. I got you. Oh, yeah, I do. So I was kind of thinking about their squad, and I'm like, these guys are a joke. I mean, Patty is a joke. He hasn't played, you know, the entire Cleveland game, but are you ready for this one? Mm Mm-hmm. In the playoffs, okay, Patty's had 11 drives. And in those 11 drives, Patrick and the squad have seven TDs, three field goals, and only one punt. What do you mean 11 drives? Like they've only had 11 drives in the playoffs, like, like where, where the offense has had the ball. What? Yeah. That yeah. doesn't even seem right. <clears throat> well, it is. Huh. Yeah. I mean, if you if you add up those points, you know, 28 plus 9 – you know, that's how many points. Because remember, they didn't score that much in, against uh, against Cleveland. hmm So, yeah. It, it, and, and this is, no, no, so let me back up. This is only drives that Patrick's been in. Okay. Yeah, because he got knocked out of the Cleveland game. Yeah, no, I got you. Right, right, right. So, and that one punt was the first drive of the Bills game. Um, and if you recall, they were started to hum and then all of a sudden it was third down and Tyreek dropped it they're like, ah, and then they punted it. And the rest of the time they go, we're scoring on every possession. So, I mean, if you had those stats in the red zone, that'd be unreal. Yeah. Seven TDs, three field goals. Nope. That's just when Patty touches the ball. Right. Huh? (laughs) Come on. (laughs) Well, the, the
0: bills just, it was their offense that just looked out of sorts, you know, they just couldn't do much. Yeah. So, I mean, you got to keep up with those guys. They're going to do their thing. Right. So, Alan just looked like like the younger guy there that would look inexperienced.
1: Well, yeah. See, and that was, that's the main thing. Like, that was my main handicap. So, I was like, dude, come on. I mean, this guy's the most improved player, you know, for for sure this year. He had a great year. I mean, the future looks bright. This guy's not ready to go into KC and take on Patty right now.
0: Mm-hmm. No chance. I mean, they're only a year apart in age, but just, you know, in terms of where they are career-wise, a little different. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you see the Bills? Uh, I mean, they say they need some new weapons, obviously, so for a little help, but they said uh, Big Zach Ertz might be going up there because Philly's going to probably part with him.
1: Well, I saw that Philly was going to part with him, but I didn't know that's what they were, who was taking Zach looking at him.
0: Yeah, no, it said they, they want to make a move on him, so.
1: Well, he's got to be bummed. I mean, dude, his last year in Philadelphia was terrible. I mean, he was in the the same breath of like Kelsey and the rest of the legit tight ends. And this year, it was just like I mean, people probably even forgot who he was. Mm-hmm. Fantasy owners were seriously bummed. They're like, your your wife's the one that plays professional soccer, right? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Wait, your wife's the pro athlete in the family, right? <laughs>
0: no, he's a baller. He's from the Bay Area. Oh, yeah,
1: he is. He yeah. went to Stanford.
0: But, you know, he's the 30 Bills now, so we'll see what he's got. I mean, he's got something left. Oh,
1: for sure he does. Plus, he's going to be pissed off. He'll ball. He's not
0: like your boy Whit and just burning out there still.
1: Oh, actually, you know what? It's funny you brought it up. I just read today. He's, uh, he took a new job coaching high school football.
0: Oh really? Yeah. In Texas? I believe it was
1: Texas. Yeah.
0: He did like the one day contract to to, or he's going to whenever the new league year starts to retire as a cowboy. Yeah, yeah, he should. Him and then Olson, uh, Greg retired too. Oh Greg, yeah, Greg was fighting the injuries. He's gonna be like the Fox broadcast, like on their number two team or something. He is gonna do that. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I remember hearing something about that. Yep. So we'll see what we got up in Buffalo next year. But Patty, well.
1: Now it's time for the Super Bowl.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I was it was funny with all this Super Bowl talk, you know, they, they start talking about like previous Super Bowls and what have happened in the past. And uh, and then actually I was talking to mom because she had um when we lived in Colorado, this was back in nineteen eighty eight, she had the the Super Bowl party. Do you remember that as a little friend? Mm hmm. Vaguely. And so, anyway, mom and I were talking about how you know it sucked because the Broncos lost. They were playing Washington back then; they were called the Redskins. Now they're the Washington Football Team. Got that correct there? Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, we were talking about how the Broncos lost, and mom was like, "God, this sucked having a Super Bowl party, and they lost." Well, dude, I saw I saw that like they brought up that Super Bowl. Get a load of this. Imagine you're having a Super Bowl party, like we were, and the Broncos were ahead 10-0. Party is juiced. Oh yeah. Everyone's going nuts. Second quarter comes. Whoopsies. Broncos lose lose the lead. They give up three touchdowns. It's 21 to 10 Washington. Final score 42-10. Mm. Dude, can you imagine that? <laughs> You've got this Super Bowl party. Everyone's rocking ten point lead, and then they don't score the rest of the game. Outscored forty two to bagels.
0: I remember and this is well before like flat screens. You know, I remember like you could rent like big TVs back then, and, and <laughs> Mom rented like a forty inch probably, but it was like on rolling wheels. <laughs> right from uh, like crazy Larry's TVs and VCRs. <laughs> <laughs> and you roll it in in the extension cord, so everyone can see what's going on.
1: Oh, it's awesome,
0: but that happened to us Was too t v color I think so <laughs> <laughs> yeah no that happened to us with the um niner one. We went to that super Bowl party at our friend Big Nev's in the uh Kaepernick Ravens one, you know and everyone's juiced back and forth they had the the blackout with the lights, yeah. Kind of a lull there, but then, you know, good game. And then when you're, if you're cheering for that team and like that party just kind of like ends.
1: Well, not for everyone. Mm. Because I remember correctly that I had the Ravens at that party. (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't a very popular guy. Kept the mouth down, but I remember it. Right. And actually, um, (laughs) if you remember, I took, I took them before the playoffs started. I Mm. put chippers on them. Mm-hmm. So that was a good one for me, right? Ray Liu and company. Oh yeah, and then the 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 other niner or the other niner like Super Bowl memory that I'll never forget because this is when we first started getting into sports investing. Nineteen ninety five, Steve Young. Yes, it is Steve versus the Chargers, and that squad was so unreal. Okay, just think about this now. Now what you know about sports investing and Super Bowls? Guess what the line was. 1995, the Niners versus the San Diego Chargers. This is supposed to be the NFC against the AFC's best. I know. It was a double-digit. Oh, double-digit. How about this? It was almost three touchdowns. It was 18 and a half. Oh, wow. How about that? I mean, can you believe that? This is the Super Bowl. And you know what? Me and all my amigos were like, doesn't matter. They covered. Does not matter. Third play of the game, 44 yards, Steven to Jr otherwise known as Rice, number 80. Mm-hmm. Touchdown, seven bagels. <laughs> three plays into the ball game. Uh-huh. Next series out, Eric Davis pick six to the house. I mean, it was 21 bagels before you know it. And uh, Jer- Jerry Rice had three touchdowns. Steve Young threw for six. Final score, 49-26. That's a cover. Uh, it was awesome. That was probably the best Super Bowl, I think, one of them. Yeah, that was a good one. I mean, that's your squad. Well, right. Like, Not if you're the Chargers fan. No. I mean that Chargers team, they all they had on it was big Junior Seau, our buddy. Oh, love him. Right. Why don't we tell why don't you tell the story about when we saw Junior? Yeah, back uh I don't know, was it the late eighties maybe? Well, it was right
0: before his junior year at USC. Yeah. So we were in Southern California with our dad, like at Manhattan Beach or some one of those. It was lagoon. Maybe
1: I should tell the story. Go for it. <laughs> you're you're <laughs> chopping it up here a little bit. So we were at Laguna Beach, and Junior Seja was a linebacker um, that played for USC, and then then he went to San Diego, and he was just a monster. And so we were at Laguna Beach with our dad, um, just kicking it, and over on the basketball court, I'm like, whoa, look, there's Junior. And so we went on over, and um, Junior was doing a commercial shoot or something. Or no, it was a it was magazine, like Cal High Sports shoot. or something. Yeah, a magazine shoot. And so he was like dunking like two basketballs at the same time. And mind you, this guy's playing outside linebacker, and he made it look like the hoop was nine feet tall.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean,
1: or not like eight feet tall. It was a joke. And so anyway. We went up to him and said, Hey Junior, can we get a picture with you? We stole that picture floating around somewhere. And I mean, dude, I thought I was big at the time. And this guy was teeny.
0: <laughs> Shirt off. Shirt off. Those those tight like bike coaches shorts on. I mean, dude, his pecs were
1: just like knocking <laughs> us in the face. They were so big. He was two fifty at that time. Yeah. I mean, back then, two fifty, holy cow, that's when people started getting teeny and fast. So anyway, Junior was always our boy. and That's why we used to eat at his restaurant after the games. Yeah, Seau Sports Lounge in San Diego. It was great. Right? The one time we got to eat with the players. Mm-hmm. So we always cheered for him. Yeah, I was thinking back on the players. Do you think that... So when we went into this restaurant, they let my brother and my dad and I go eat with the players because they thought we were players. And I was thinking about this driving up here. I was like... Hmm. Do you think they kind of thought that I was like kind of looking like the yoked wide receiver punt returner or thought maybe you were the place kicker? <laughs> <that's it>.
0: <laughs>
1: Shit. <laughs> I had the Chargers hat on. Oh, that's right. That's
0: uh, I mean, I could sneak into the Oscars if you need some pointers. You just got to <laughs> act like act like you've been there.
1: And <laughs> so we went up and ate with the players. That was legit. Oh, you want to get
0: into a movie theater for free? I got gotcha. you. <laughs> now, all right. So, what do you think about this super bowl
1: well so what do you got for the lines
0: what lines plus three right for the tampa bay bucks mm-hmm. playing at home mm-hmm. do you see the travel thing like I, they can't come in casey can't come in until two days before this year i'm sure everyone's heard about that
1: well so is it only two days
0: that's what they were floating around i don't know if they've kind of landed on something else but you know, Tampa obviously gets to stay in their own home and, and their beds until they go to the hotel, I'm sure. for
1: Well, so hold up, though. I think this is kind of an advantage for KC because they're not on the road as long. And doing the the media blitz all week? Right. So the, so you're telling me the media blitz is only two days then? I don't know what the
0: schedule is, but okay. they're, they're not doing the full week before. Right.
1: So I know that. So I think that is an advantage to KC because they're just kicking it in their beds as well. I'm still waiting for our credentials to show up in the mail so we can head down. No kidding. No kidding. <laughs> Colin Coward.
0: Come on. Where's the address? Back? Yeah,
1: that's right, Colin. Um, so the line's three, which is interesting because that's the same line of when they played them in Tampa earlier this year. And if you recall, that was a boat race. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think, who did you have on that one? Did you have Tampa? And you got the push?
0: Yeah, I actually, I turned it off because I'm like, this isn't going well. Okay, right. So Oh, you- no, I think I took KC. But you talked me into Tampa, maybe.
1: Anyway, yeah, so that was a That's Tyreek had 200 yards in the first quarter. So, you know, the first game is no indication of the second game. But the line is the same. I mean, the home field advantage, like being in your own stadium, I mean, Casey's already played in it this year. It wasn't even that long ago. So, I don't. I don't think it's that much of an advantage. You can kind of see which direction I'm going here. Mm-hmm. Just can't get in front of this train called the Patty Mobile. Wow, we're taking KC. Really? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Now listen, Tommy and I, like I've said, we're six and three in the Super Bowl. <laughs> okay, Tom and you can chit
0: about it at Pebble here,
1: <laughs> Tom. I've never gone against Tom. I've I've won six with Tom and I've lost three with Tom. Never ever would I go against him. But you don't need to look any further than the Discovery Channel, okay, with the Lions. There's that one badass king, and he overlooks the pride for several years, and then all of a sudden the young buck rolls into the territory. Mm. And the big lion kind of gives him the growl, like to try to scare him off, and Patty goes, It's not happening. <laughs> I'm taking you on. Let's get her going. It's time for me to take over. Okay.
0: Yep. I don't know. That would take Tom down to the six and four. Well versus the seven
1: and three in Super Bowls. Yeah, well, yeah. So here's the thing though. I was thinking about this, like with Goff being in the, you know, the news a lot. And it just made me think, like, if Goff, if they came up to Goff and they said, Hey Goff, you're gonna play in the Super Bowl, who would you like to face? And Goff would probably say someone like Dwayne Haskins.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, he's
1: going to try to pick someone he thinks he can be. Patty? I guarantee you Patty goes, I want Tom. Well, sure. Well, well, sure. Well, then that's a great sign.
0: Yeah, no. I'm not, I'm not saying anything against Pat.
1: No, I know. But I, I literally think Pat would be like, it's time for me to show that it's my pride now.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm the
1: badass. I'm the king now. It's time to move over, Tommy. And there's nothing wrong with that. Tommy ruled... He ruled the plains for a long, long time, but now it's Patty time. Yeah, and here's another interesting way of looking at it, like with the line and stuff. Is so if you look at if you look at the MVP, you know what the books are giving at at the um, MVP. Patty's minus one twenty five, and Tom is plus two hundred. And normally quarterbacks win MVP. I don't have the exact numbers on it, but I'm gonna. It's easily like. 80% of the time or more mm-hmm. that they win the MVP. And so they're saying Patty minus 125, I mean, and Tom's plus 200. So that's kind of another way of looking at, you know, what they think.
0: Yeah, I just, I I see this one being close. Well, so what are you telling me? You like the points?
1: I don't know. I just got, I got nipped. You
0: know, I usually like Tom too, but I, I took the packs and I just, now I'm kind of like this week, I've been like, eh. Well, so now I can see Tom ending up at, I just see him at 70% winning percent in the Super Bowl for some reason.
1: Well, so here's the thing. Nothing's wrong with that, but that's one of the hardest things um, in this business of sports investing. Is, personal ties. Well, that, I mean, yeah, I definitely did that. But also just to be like, okay, hey, I went against Tom last week. I lost. It's not stopping me from going against Tom this week, though.
0: You're going to talk to your kids in high school, like, son. I, I love you, but uh, this visiting hoops team just has it. I'm, just, I'm slapping some chips on them with the book.
1: No, 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 not family. Right? <laughs> I never go against family. Yeah. Um, and Tom and I aren't quite family yet. Right. <laughs> but uh, listen, I mean, the thing that I was talking about with the drives, with the 11 drives, that padding, I mean, these guys are real tough to stop. And, you know, last year we took KC. When everyone thought it was the Niners and everyone's talking about defense, this and that. And, I mean, wow, the Niners' defense was unbeatable. It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Like, we're in that age now that you need offense. It's the best. Whoever has the best offense wins the ball game. And let's put it this way. Let's say Patty has the ball last. Okay? Mm -hmm. He's scoring. If Tommy has it, not sure about it. Not sure about it, Tommy. Yeah, I mean, God, when you watch
0: KC, it's just like he he can go to Kelsey almost any time he wants just for a bailout, you know, or it seems like it's plus 15 and those other guys. It is tough. It's a machine.
1: Oh, dude. And, you know, and okay, and here's the other thing. Glad I'm glad I remember this. In the Super Bowls, one of the reasons, it wasn't just Tom. I mean, a big, let's just say at least 50% of it was Bill, okay? Bill, like, how about when Bill schemed against the Rams? This high-powered offense, blah, blah, blah. And they just got shut down. So, you know, part of them doing so well in the Super Bowl was Bill getting two weeks to prep for the game. That's like Big <clears throat> Andy doing it. Huge coaching mismatch here.
0: But Tom, Tom's seen it all. I mean, Tom's like a coach out there. I mean, he, He's going to be fine on his side of the ball. Oh uh,
1: Well, hey, listen, kind of. I mean, you know, but then he doesn't have Bill, call, you know, s- scheming up the defense or scheming up the offense. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is a lot of the players – First time to the super Bowl the the kC was just there last year,
0: yeah I mean this one's going to feel a little different too, what, they're going to have over twenty thousand
1: fans now, I think though yeah, I think they should have at least that here's some Super Bowl stats for you numbers, okay, so the favorite is thirty six and nineteen straight up, okay mm-hmm. repeating as Super Bowl champs, which obviously kc's trying to do, nine and four straight up, but only six and seven against the spread. Hmm. The over-unders, crazy enough. 26, 26, and 1. And then here's probably the one you like the best, Trev.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Your handicapper, the coin flip. Mm. 29 tails, 24 heads. Sweet. That might be your play. <laughs> That's a bet I don't get. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, we we had talked about this last year. Um, so, or not this part, but The Super Bowl, the books have only lost in the last 28 years from when they started doing um, prop bets, only twice. It was that Super Bowl that we were talking about with the Niners. I wasn't the only one that did it. Apparently, you know, everyone took them. And then it was one of the years the Giants beat the Patriots. I guess a lot of people had the Giants. Every other year, the book makes money, and Mm -hmm. it's because of the props. The props make up like 65%. Yeah, isn't that crazy?
0: I mean, are those just your I mean normally that people can travel to Vegas and just do that silly stuff if they're there in person, I guess. Yeah, you're right.
1: That's exactly it. But then also the person that, you know, bets 50 bucks or 100 bucks a game, then now they're like let's throw 500 or a dime. On the mm. Super Bowl,
0: what color is Tom's undershirt?
1: <laughs> Maroon. <laughs> but the, you know, there's some there's some professional handicappers that drill the props too. But
0: like the receivers
1: the running backs,
0: like total yards and stuff. Like oh ones.
1: well, there was one guy that was talking about like even things like um, shortest touchdown. Okay, um, under a yard and a half. But he was saying that only if you can find that at minus one fifty or lower. And I took a look at it and like now it's like minus one ninety. So mm. that's the thing, listeners. You know, when it comes to these props, the only ones you really want to touch that have the best odds are if there's a yes/no answer to it or over/under. The rest of them, garbage, garbage numbers you're getting. <laughs> lighten your chips on fire you are well you know no here's what it is this is this is comparing it so like let's say you know who scores first touchdown um all those sort of silly things i like to call them silly like they'll say tyreek mvp you know plus 900 well tyreek should really be like plus 1500 so you know that's like going up to someone and go hey can you give me a change for my hundred dollar bill and they go sure here's four twenties right Dude, this is eighty bucks. Like, oh, you're good. That's good enough. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, that's kind of what it's equivalent to. So, over unders or yes nos. You know, is Patty going to throw for over three hundred and twenty six yards? Those are okay.
0: Okay. Yeah. What was the the biggest bet? I think we saw come in. I, I texted you. Was someone put the two mil on Tampa? Two point
1: three mil. Yeah. And he got it at three and a half. Yes,
0: he did. Which is nice.
1: I just saw today that someone threw six hundred thou on KC. So there's been there's been several KC bets. In what would that pay him? Did you see? Uh no. Well, the,
0: those big chip ones come in like the day before, morning of. Right,
1: right. Well, so here's another here's another thing that makes the Super Bowl very unique. So first of all, I mean it's pretty much the tightest lines of the year because they only have the one game to address. Mm-hmm. What makes it unique, which and I like here with KC straight up too. Is that if you take KC straight up, like right before the Super Bowl starts, you're actually going to get really good odds. What I mean by that is, for whatever reason, in the Super Bowl is when people take the um, the underdog straight up. You know, they go forget the points. I'm just going to so not even just Tom, just anyone in general. I'm just trying to try to win the big chips. I'm going to take the underdog, and so what that does it is actually drives the line down. For the favorite, the straight-up line. So, like, currently, to give you an example, I think it's, you know, 170 or 75 to take KC straight up. You'll probably find that closer to, like, 160, closer to the Super Bowl.
0: Okay. Mm -hmm.
1: Did you see your boy, uh, Billy Walters, fresh out of the pen,
0: got the pardon, known as as the best sports gambler ever. He might be slapping something
1: down on (laughs) it. Yep. the The best sports investor of all time, big Billy. Billy? Welcome back. Give me a jingle if you want some uh, some input here.
0: You probably haven't had access to what's going on, but uh, we got, we got the, the team to take for you. But
1: <laughs> Billy, hopefully someone's told you about our podcast already. <laughs> it's a whole new world out here since you've been in. <laughs> there weren't podcasts when they got thrown
0: in. No. All right. You got anything else you want
1: to add about the game? <sighs> I think that's it. It's Patty time. Two years in a row.
0: Yeah. Well, it'll be exciting. I can't wait to watch it. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Super Bowl Sunday. Okay, shout out to the sponsors for the week. Let's give it up to Chili's Bar and Grill. Great place to grab a bite and some drinks for some games. MyBookie.ag if you want to put some coin down on a game, especially the Super Bowl, that's your place to do it. We're excited to watch the Super Bowl. Uh, we will be taking a little bit of break until March Madness, right?
1: Yep, yeah, we'll be back uh, Back like second week of March to get ready to rock and roll. Another great, great time of the season. And then we can chip Masters after that, etc.
0: So thank you all for listening to this football season. We've had a blast. Appreciate you guys reaching out to us on social media and email. Thanks for the kind words. Uh, We will catch you guys real soon. Enjoy the game.
1: See ya.